Good morning, lovelies, and welcome to episode two of Good Morning Sex Work. This is Freya, back again, and today we're going to be talking about some more of my habits that I kind of do to keep me uh, motivated during the day, feeling good, uh, stretched out, and um, things I do to have a good sleep. As well, we're going to be talking about what sex work is, is our topic today, Uh, what fetishes kind of coincide and some, I guess, kind of obscure ones, as well what can be considered sex work, um, and my first experiences within sex work way back in the day, probably almost eight years ago, uh, when I started, uh, as well as some safety within the community and the priorities that you should take, hopefully, if you are in the sex work business. Uh, We will talk about our babe of the day uh, as well. We're, instead of doing kind of like that pep talk that I did yesterday, I want to do a little bit of a mini meditation. Feel free to skip it. It will be at the end, so don't worry about that. Just a little something to kind of help whoever wants to, I guess, slow down with their day, just take some pressure off, and hopefully alleviate some of the stress. Uh, So let's get into it. So first we're going to be talking about some of the habits that I do uh, before bed and in the morning. So for bed, I like to have a routine, just like kind of my morning routine where I get up and out of bed and make my bed and drink some water. A bedtime routine is also important. So just like going uh, or waking up at the same time every day is good to kind of stabilize, you know, your body throughout the day, so it can it can stay awake when it needs to, and it can kind of normalize. Going to bed at the same time is also important for that, so that you get the right amount of sleep and your body is actually energized during the day. Uh, and my bedtime routine. It varies for everyone depending on what you like to do for the night, but mine's about an hour long. But that's just oh, that's just because I like to uh, make myself some tea. I'll go as soon as I, I'm like, okay, I want to go to bed in like an hour. Uh, so let's start my routine and I will go wash my face, brush my teeth, fill my water bottle, make some tea, <clears throat> maybe do a face mask. Do a little exfoliation, my, my whole skin tear uh, as well. I'll kind of unmake my bed, you know, fold back the covers, make it look inviting, bring all my cords in, my phone, my tablet, get things set up. I'll um, pack myself a little bowl. I am 420 friendly. I am in Canada, so it's legal uh, federally, I believe. And then I'll go lay in my bed and watch a couple things on YouTube, listen to a couple scary stories, watching creepy videos. I don't know why I love going to bed after watching some scary shit, <laughs> but it's different for everybody. So having a, a nice solid bedtime routine that you do every night before bed kind of helps your body progress into, okay, I should start be like, I should start getting tired now. I should start calming down and kind of putting my mind at ease. So bedtime routine is is very important to me. As well before bed, um, or even in the morning, I like to stretch. Uh, Nothing intense, it doesn't have to be 
like aerobics or fucking cardio or anything like that I will do a couple stretches I have a bad back so doing some stretches in the morning especially because we've been lying down for again so many hours it's extremely important to help your muscles stretch out for the day so they're not so stiff they aren't sore they aren't trying to work through their stiffness which in turn makes them you know more stiff you know when you get the like the shoulder stiffness or anything like that it's usually um, on the shoulder that you sleep on the most if you do sleep on your side at least that's what I find so stretching can really help that as well before bed it can help your your muscles relax more to get you ready for bed and it'll also keep them a little more relaxed through the night so they're easier to stretch in the morning and you'll find a huge difference too if you do stretch uh, there's tons of apps i actually used to use one called fabulous uh, and it was i think it's fabulous motivate me or something like that and it was it was pretty helpful. It's good at helping you develop some of those habits, like drinking water in the morning and maybe maybe working out or doing some exercise. It's a, it was actually pretty fantastic. I don't use it anymore because I have just kind of acquired these habits now. <laughs> so I'm just hoping to share my experiences with you guys. Uh, so stretching is is definitely important. But there, are, even if you get like a yoga app, you want to do a little yoga, I'll just lay down. Uh, flat on my back on the on the ground the hard ground carpet is okay but not the best and I will keep one leg flat on the ground and I'll pull the other knee to my chest so my knee is bent and it's it's pulled up while the other knee is or leg is flat on the ground and that kind of helps stretch like the muscles in my lower back and my hips so even like the little stretches, five or ten minutes is really all you need. Uh, and even in the morning, if you don't have a lot of time, quick five minute stretch, just lay down, do some stretches, listen to a podcast while you do it, and um, yeah, I'll help you get ready for your day. I also like to have uh, a breakfast, and I honestly can't eat breakfast every day. Uh, when I wake up, sometimes my body is just not having it. It's like, uh, we're not going to be eating for a while. <laughs> it does not want anything to do with food. So I'll just have like a glass of milk or uh, a glass of some easier juice. Maybe uh, one of those Sunripe like, smoothies that they have. Or Oceana or whatever it's called. I can't remember. But just something in the morning is good to to give you that boost because breakfast is really important and even if you can't stomach breakfast in the morning having something in in your body to kind of give you some type of nutrients some type of protein in the morning will help you definitely um again be awake stay awake and keep your your body ready and and you ready it'll keep you energized getting that little boost and then as soon as I can eat like on the days I can eat I'll make eggs and toast or um or I'll go to the Tim Hortons and get like a breakfast sandwich or something but <laughs> uh, bagels also like I'll toast a bagel with some whipped berry cream cheese which is absolutely delicious in the mornings so breakfast super important stretching having a good bedtime routine all really really important at least 
it's helped me keep kind of my uh, my motivation up it keeps me energized through the day and I've I've felt a lot better I've actually wanted to like I'll wake up and be like I got shit to do let's go <laughs> which is a fantastic feeling all right and for our next topic uh, what is sex work uh, what can be considered sex work kind of what what are some of the fetishes uh, around there that I guess not many people know much about. My first experience in in the sex work community way back in the day as a dumb 18 year old (laughs) uh, safety within the community and um, what your priorities should be as a sex worker, if you're just starting out, uh, I'm sure if you're already established, you already know about this, or a lot of you actually, you know, probably do know about this, but it's it's very important, and I can't reiterate <laughs> safety enough. Uh, as well, we're going to talk about our babe of the day uh, a little bit after, which kind of, of coincides with some of the, the community stuff. Which is fantastic. So with sex work, a lot can be considered sex work. So there's there's escorts, there's uh, cam models, um, clip artists, phone phone sexters, uh, where you can send messages and receive them, or there's straight up like phone sex lines, still active everywhere they're actually still quite popular and there's also like the bdsm community and the fetish community where like us doms even though in our clips we don't show any any nudity or anything we are still participating in sex work because it is it is made with sexual intent so say like I have a video of me, it's a foot humiliation video, and I'm fully clothed, uh, I'm barefoot, and I'm just sitting in a chair and dishing out some humiliation. And it's, it was made with sexual intent, sorry that was my toaster oven, it was made with sexual intent, so I'm making that, that cream cheese bagel I was talking about earlier. So it is, um... It is considered sex work, which there is a lot surrounding that. I'm gonna go make my bagel one sec. And what I mean by a lot surrounding that, I already ate, <coughs> by the way, it was delicious, um, is that uh, is that I don't think a lot of people realize that they are doing sex work. Um, even though they are, like, there's there's some doms. I know it took me a little bit um, to realize that also being, like, a dom is considered sex work. I, I do vanilla sex work as well, you know, like, camming and clip sales and uh, of, like, regular porn. And I also do uh, clothed uh, dom style or even nude dom style videos. Which I'm, I'm kind of working more on now, but like, I think realizing that you, you are a sex worker, um, making stuff with sexual intent, even if you're just selling nudes, 
can be very empowering because once I kind of came into that, because even back in the day when I was making, um, just making little videos, like four or five minute videos, once every like year for Pornhub <laughs> and doing a little bit of, of camming, I, I didn't consider myself a sex worker at the time because I was like, oh, that just means like escorts. But it's it's a lot broader than that. <laughs> like there's there are a lot of things under the sex work umbrella. But once you kind of embrace that and get into the sex work communities and start talking to the people, you, you'll find a lot of support. Like I've met a lot of good friends and a lot of amazing people within the, the fetish communities and the vanilla communities on all sites, even Twitter, that I I always feel like I'm I guess kind of surrounded with, with love, even if we're not talking constantly or anything like that. I know that I have the support. We've we've talked. They're so sweet. They're amazing and so kind. And it's important to have friends in the community. We'll get into that a little bit later, though. Um, so there's also a few fetishes, say, like uh, the Daddy Dom little girl that is, or DDLG, that is, is, is pretty obscure and it, it weirded me out when I first heard of it because I was like, what, like, what the fuck? Like, that's, that can't be a good thing. But it's actually, um, from what I've heard from a few people, it may not be the same for all, um, but I know a lot of them are not sexual in any way. They're just relationships between the, the dom and the little, as, as they're called where the little is is working through something and it's a way for them to kind of go back and 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 think clearly and kind of work through issues that that they have or that or, or problems that they can't quite think clearly about uh, they're too stressed out all the time it's a way for them to get relief and just relax, do what they want, fucking color in a book. It's when, when you get a little deeper into kind of researching and you, and you talk to the people in these kinds of relationships, you learn a lot about it and it's it's been pretty insightful, but uh, I believe there are some sexual uh, relationships between them, but a lot of that is out of the subspace. So once they go into that, it's it's Daddy Dom, little girl, and it's it's mostly not sexual, if not completely unsexual at all. But when they're out of that, they can really do whatever they want. There's married couples who who are into that kind of thing, and it helps them through it. But it's I, I know it's very misunderstood within uh, a lot of the community, and. I like I don't partake in it myself, but I do know a few people that do, and have gotten kind of some sides on it, and have have learned a little bit more about it. So that's that's one of the kind of otter fetishes to me that has opened my eyes to uh, kind of a new side of domination, really. <laughs> but we're gonna get into 
uh, my first experience in sex work, which was back when I was a stupid 18 year old. Now, I was um, living like at my dad's place, and it was wasn't the greatest. We weren't very close. I couldn't wait to move out <laughs> as an 18 year old. I moved out a couple times, but being young, you know, it doesn't work out too well. So I I was trying to, you know, come up some money and, and get the fuck out. And I was on Kijiji looking for jobs at the time because the market was shit, complete shit. And I saw an ad and I think it was like the other or something. And Kijiji is like kind of our Craigslist, but it's our PG Craigslist. There's no personals, no dating or anything like that. They refer you to like dating apps and whatnot. Uh, way back in the day there were personals though, but not not even when I was doing this. I think they removed them in like 2008. <laughs> uh, but I went on there and I saw an ad and it said looking for girls who want to make money on the part time uh, must be 18 or older and you know I kind of had some ideas that it, it was probably like an escort agency or something like that and I was, I was kind of interested at the time. I've always kind of been like interested in that type of work, in sex work even though I didn't really know about it. And so I uh, saw this ad and it said, yeah, looking for a girl who wants to make money on part-time. So I replied and was like, okay, well, is this one of the agencies where you don't have to sleep with your clients? And uh, because I know there are agencies like that. And they replied, oh, if you ask that question, like, I don't think, I don't think this is, is the right fit for you. And I was like, okay, well, I would still like more information about it and I was a fucking stupid 18 year old that didn't throw any red flags like and uh well not at the time at least and so I asked a little bit more about it and uh, this person said that their name was like Sherry she was one of the uh, booking people there and the process would be like we would drive to another city if I didn't want to be in my own city so no one could recognize me and we would go to um, one of their partners to get my hair done who owned a salon in um, a different city and we talked for a little while and they're like okay yeah well our uh, security can come by and pick you up and kind of tell you more about it and if you decide against it then you know you can part ways and that'll be it but if you decide that you want to, then we can get you working tonight. And I was like, okay, you know, that doesn't sound too bad. So I met them a few blocks away from my house at uh, one of the schools that was nearby. And I asked uh, a couple questions like, where, where would we be going? How long would it take? When would I be home? Stuff like that. And... Uh, he answered like, oh, we go to, to this city and then this city. Uh, it'll be quite a few hours to get there, but it's it's like a busy city for this kind of work. And it'll be easy to find stuff. So I was like, okay. And he seemed pretty chill. This little old red, like wine red Lincoln Town car. 
with the original seats and everything and it was in pretty damn good conditions clean and we got in and drove to um, one of the the cities near us and to this hairdresser and she just did my hair we talked about it and she's like oh this is your first night and blah, blah, blah. like she knew about the whole thing and she's really sweet she's an awesome lady and she did my hair fucking awesome and then we went on our way and we went to the next city and when we got to the the last city I guess um, we went to one of the hotels that I guess he had worked out of before and I I was a broke ass 18 year old fucking stupid kid and I was like oh well uh, like I don't have any money yet and he's like oh no 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 worries like I'll get the hotel now and you just pay me back plus like I think it was like 40% of what I got that night uh, for all of his hard work so I went um, we went to the room and it was just like a one bed it was like a just a queen size bed with like a fucking jacuzzi and we waited for a couple ads to come in and I kind of like I don't know freshened myself up in the bathroom fucking fixed my hair a little bit and he said okay like we got this text and talked to him for a little bit he was in a hotel not too far away he asked you know like how much for an hour how much for a couple hours and I think he got two hours at um I know it was one hour at two hundred dollars it was my first night and so we went to uh towards the hotel and he's like well um can you just pick up like uh this and this or no that wasn't yet sorry so we got to the hotel and I went up and we talked and he had some beers and we smoked and we hung out and so I you know I we I talked to him for a little bit and I already fucked up because when he asked my name I forgot the name that I had chosen and I was like oh Anastasia and and then I was like oh wait no uh Annalise or some shit like that and he's like oh well what's your real name and it had already been like probably 20 minutes of us just sitting and talking and and joking around and stuff and so I ended up telling him my real name because dumbass kid just my first name and I mean if you spell it the common way then it's super common like there's tons of me and so I went to um I went to go kind of like check my phone and stuff and uh, he's like, oh, so this this is your first name? And I was like, yeah. He's like, am I first, your first client? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh. And um, we started talking and we kind of like, you know, got on the bed and, and fucked. And afterwards, like he was super sweet and he was really nice the whole time. And it was, it was actually pretty pleasant experience, surprisingly. And we ended up um, talking a little bit after that, 
and then we got like the knock on the door because he just came up and like knocked as uh, you have like 10 minutes or something like that where your time is, is about to be up and um, he asked he's like well I don't want you to have to do this like, for anyone else if this is your first time and your first night like I just how much would it be for you to stay the rest of the night and um, so I was like oh my god that's, that's really sweet and he's like he was my age he was um, like maybe a couple years older than me and from Texas and like super attractive so it's like all right all right and um so i texted the guy um, my security dude and he was like oh um like 600 and you can stay for another like six six or seven or eight hours if you're just sleeping and i was like okay so I told him, and he's like, well, I, six, 600 for eight hours, that'd be perfect for sleep. And I was like, all right, let, I'll let him know. And uh, he said, well, is there a way, like, I'll pay you for, um, for the hour you've been here. Can you go just, uh, I'll give you a little extra if you can just go grab me uh, some beer and some cigarettes and then come back. And I was like, okay, well... You know, that's fine. So I messaged him. We left and picked up, you know, smoked some beer and came back. And I went back up. And then he immediately handed me the other $600. <laughs> so I had, I had all of it on me. And um, we went to bed. He, he was really sweet. We just like kind of laid and, and cuddled. It was really warm though. Like I wasn't feeling good. I think I was just stressed out because I was confused as to like what was happening. <laughs> so it's like, is this this is this normal? Like, and um, so I just I did not feel good. I didn't. I don't think I really slept for the night. And then I left my fucking belt there, like my my waist belt for my dress. Super pissed. <laughs> I still haven't forgiven that. Um, but I went back with like the security dude to the, the hotel room and he was he pulled out like a light bulb and started lighting it with a lighter and I realized like a day later that he was smoking meth out of the light bulb for I don't even know how long <laughs> so I was like oh my god this is not okay and he's like okay like do you want to go like, a couple more days or you know stay like another day and and do another day, and blah, blah, blah. and I was like, no, like I don't feel good. I just want to go home. He's like, oh, but it'll be so easy. Blah, blah, blah. And I like, I ran to the bathroom and threw up. I was not feeling good. And he, and and I was so lucky that he wasn't like super violent or anything, or at least I guess not yet. I don't know how he could have turned out. Um, but he was like oh okay like you are sick we'll we'll drive back it'll be a while we'll go get you some some like gravel and some ginger ale and some water some breakfast and then and then what we need for and i was like okay so he went and he got me some medicine and i just kind of like sat inside of the car sick as fuck for like a three three hour drive back to my house and i fucking just 
died in bed for a while. He dropped me back off at the park. I, I walked back over the like the three blocks and through the fucking park and everything to get back to my house. And God, I was so lucky. Like that's that was stupid 18-year-old me. Like never do that. Never ever ever. Go go to like there are actual agencies. Don't ever just meet a fucking dude that someone said they sent from an agency before going to the agency and meeting them. Um, so yeah, that was most of my experience, but I mean, I made like, I think four, no, five, five fifty, six hundred dollars out of that. I also had to pay for the hotel room and pay back for half, so it wasn't too bad. And I mean, I, I was super lucky with just having to literally sleep with someone for most of the night. <laughs> like actually sleeping and after that I was like no like this isn't this isn't for me like no hate on anyone that does it some people can rock it it was just it was way too stressful for me to take I have anxiety and all this shit so it was not a good match <laughs> and then I found the world of online sex work and I found camming and stuff like that and I was like this this I can do and I used to like not show my face and all this other stuff and and like wear a mask and then I just kind of said fuck it but then I wouldn't show my face on social media I'd only show it during the stream like during my cam and and then a few years later again I was just like fuck it <laughs> like even in my old um, porn videos I didn't show my face and would only show it on my streams but now it's I just I rock it like I'm proud of what I do and my friends even my vanilla friends are supporting it they I mean they're confused by it and they they don't know how viable I guess it is in the long run but it's 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 what I love it's it's honestly a great experience and but that leads me into the safety aspect so never ever fucking do what I do always get like references if you're gonna meet someone bring someone with you fucking tell people where you are don't do anything that makes you feel uneasy or unsafe or something that just feels wrong don't do anything you you wouldn't do normally like just trust your instincts trust your gut and that also with the community side it's important to have friends within the like within our community, um, because they they understand what we do. Like having fellow um, having fellow sex workers in our community as friends is empowering. It 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 helps you you know kind of feel the love from the community. You're you get so much support. I've, I've met so many amazing people, I've got so much support from amazing people, and like being able to message them and say, this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm going, please do this if, you know, like, I don't reply to you at this time, or um, bringing people with you especially, like, even if they're not a sex worker, someone 
who you know, who you trust, who trusts you, and who isn't, you know, like, against what you do, who, who kind of understands. Because there are people in the vanilla world who will kind of, who will support you, but they won't completely understand what you do. They can come to learn if, if you are willing to teach them, but a lot of them won't understand a lot of the aspects that we go through and the struggles and the fucking stress of it all and the constant work and it's it can be exhausting so having like a community to fall back on is amazing and i guess not even fall back on but just to to reach out to and get advice and support and comments and criticisms even if you if you want to kind of better yourself you can get criticisms from other people open and honestly who are even higher in the community and like I I had a time where I just I didn't want to do anything I didn't want to make content I didn't want to stream I, I mean I did want to do them but it just felt like the effort was too much and I was I was burnt out I had been working constantly for weeks <laughs> like just trying to kind of get my shit out there I was editing and recording videos every day and trying to stream as often as I could putting clips up advertising myself trying to stay active and shit like that and after so many weeks of of just doing that it was too much so I went to the friends that I had made within the sex work community even on like kick group kick groups and twitter and fat life fuck like there's so many places you can meet people and I asked them and I said I just I don't feel like anything da, da, da. and I said girl take a fucking break take a self-care day go relax turn off your notifications hell sign out of twitter if you need to keep your fucking notifications on so you can text your friends hang out with people go for a fucking walk watch some netflix drink some tea i don't know bake do some shit just take a day and relax don't even think about work and afterwards i had more inspiration coming in because without looking at social media for a couple days you come back with not only kind of like a fresh self, I don't know, a fresh personality because you've, you've gotten time to recharge, but your feed is, is fresh because you're not constantly kind of scrolling through the same stuff and, and you kind of get like a new insight into something. Maybe you'll catch up on something that you may have missed previously. And it's, it's a great way to just come back with with a new outlook I guess is one way to put it but to come back ready to to work again and self-care is super important safety your community and everyone needs self-care aftercare for sessions as well as important between doms and subs both sides need it and it's it's just I can't reiterate it enough it, it goes hand in hand with your safety because when you're overworked maybe you won't make the best choice at some point 
maybe you'll you'll accidentally skip a step in your verification or you'll forget that you haven't done it yet and it's just it can it can get too much so self-care is super important just take a goddamn day to yourself just just even one preferably like one maybe two every once in a while if you can spare it but just even if it's even if it's once every couple weeks take a take a damn day i know we don't get many days off <laughs> because we never get paid days off so just take them when you can take them when you need them don't fucking worry about it and just just do it just take your day and that kind of leads me into the babe of the day which is mistress t she is amazing uh, i've been following her for quite a long time she is also a femdom and a thindom and she's been a huge mentor for me and a, she's had a huge positive impact on on me and it, within the community as well she doesn't she certainly doesn't take bullshit and being mistress tea she spills the tea when it is needed um she's she's been quite a, a huge inspiration for me and i know a lot of other people and i consider her like with it with the community that i was talking about um i find her like one of the protectors of of what we're trying to to show of what we're trying to get across and what we're trying to accomplish um you can find her online as well on twitter if you want to check her out she's fucking amazing i can't say it enough uh her name is the mistress t uh, t-e-a she is an OnlyFans, a night flirt, I want clips, and a sex panther, and I highly suggest that you subscribe. She's <clears throat> fantastic. She's she's amazing. I <laughs> I can't even find the words to properly describe how amazing she really is. So thank you again, Mistress T. I can't tell you how thankful I am for everything that you've done for me and the community and everyone that you can. <laughs> uh, let's get into the mini meditation portion. If you don't want to meditate or you can't meditate right now, feel free to skip this part or pause it and save it for later, but it's, it's not gonna be very long. Uh, so wherever you are, if you can, I want you to take a seat, uh, sit down so that your back is nice and straight and your butt's on the floor. <laughs> and I want you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in, and slow breath out. Now with your eyes closed, I want you to imagine that your spine, while you're sitting straight, has a root coming down, like you're at the back of a tree. And the root coming down from your spine 
intermingles with the tree roots and goes all the way through through the earth through the crust into the center of the earth where all of all of the earth's energy is and with these roots I want you to feel centered and I want you to feel the tether and feel the roots pulling all the way down keeping you nice and straight shoulders back and relaxed now I want you to take all of your negative emotions and negative thoughts that you have any of your stresses and I want you to imagine them flowing down into the roots from your spine and into the ground with a tree and into the core of the earth and I want you to feel good energy the energy from the earth that it gives the trees and gives the plants to live to come back up and refill that space that the negative feelings and energies have left. And I want you to take another deep breath in and a slow breath out. And I want you to just sit and feel the energy of, of the earth and of nature filling you up and calming you and giving you a sense of peace and a sense of happiness. And I want you to take one last deep breath and exhale as you imagine that root slowly starting to come back up, completely free of negative energy and replenished with the good and coming back up into your spine slowly just as an extension of yourself until you are whole again and I want you to sit just for another second stabilize yourself take one one last deep breath in while you slowly open your eyes slowly exhale thank you so much that was our short little mini meditation I hope that it helped you with relieving some of the stresses that you have or even just getting you to slow down for a moment and take a breather so that you can think a little more clearly or enjoy your day uh, thank you so much for listening and I will see you all tomorrow morning